Your Steve Jones Show podcast is loading now. The Steve Jones Show podcast is sponsored by Purdy Insurance. Visit Purdy Insurance on Market Street in Sunbury or visit online at purdyinsurance.com. This is the Steve Jones Show on News Radio 1070 WKOK, sponsored by Purdy Insurance. Now, from the Sunbury Motors studio, here's Steve Jones. Today's show brought to you by Purdy Insurance, Market Street in Sunbury. Go to purdyinsurance.com. Auto home life business. Motorcycle, boat, RV, whatever it may be. They'll do everything they can to save you money while making sure you're fully insured. Customer service means everything to them. And giving back to the community, Wednesday's the Purdy Memorial Golf Tournament at the Susquehanna Valley Country Club to benefit the greater Susquehanna Valley YMCA. All right. So, we're in the Sunbury Motors studio, Sunbury Motors, 4th Street in Sunbury, Sunbury Motors, Kia, Routes 11 and 15, almost wharf online, sunburymotors.com. Time now for our play-by-play call of the day. Aaron Judge tries to bunt for a hit. No, I'm just kidding. Partig. Going to go in. Waiting on a signal. No. You've got to be kidding. <laughs> what? They're waiting. They're going to check. VAR can't intervene. I couldn't tell from here. I thought it was going in. But it happened so quickly. John Paul Della Camera with the call on Fox as Sweden knocks out the United States at the World Cup. I think that was in Melbourne yesterday, I think. Yep. Uh, in Melbourne early yesterday. I did see the shootout. And Alyssa Nair from Penn State made one save. Then she took a penalty kick herself, scored. And then that last sequence where she saved it, then had to save it a second time, and it was just over the line when she knocked it out. And the U.S. lost. The goalkeeper for Sweden literally never touched the ball. I mean, the U.S. either scored or missed by a mile. And I'm talking like big misses, like holy mackerel. Well, I shouldn't say the last one, though. One hit the post. But literally, the goalkeeper for Sweden did not touch the ball. Not one time in the shootout. Okay. U.S. done. Meanwhile, over at Fox, they're looking around going, okay, now what do we do? <laughs> kind of had all our eggs in the, in the U.S. basket. Uh, but the U.S. is gone. The suit will not be playing on Wednesday. He has pulled himself out of the tournament. Correct, yes. So our SBC foursome on Wednesday will be myself. Okay. It will be Chad Evans from 94KX. Oh, good. Chad's good. Yeah, Chad's if, good and um, we'll have Blake Haddon joining okay. us. Oh. Good athlete. Yes, very good athlete. I called all of his basketball games, so I should know that. So I think that'll be a good addition. And uh, Greg Wetzel 
is going to join our oh, foursome as well. A great man. I think the world of great. Yes. So I, I think we got a pretty good shot to make some damage here because we have to keep it up. The last two years, our SBC foursome, in one way or the other, has been at least in the top three. So we got some, we got some uh, expectations to live up to. There you go. We'll go for it. So what's the story with the soup? <laughs> Uh, well, this particular he's not pulling out for injury reasons. He just had other uh, stuff that came up that he wasn't able to work around and make it this year. But like so, like a swing. <laughs> I mean, it could be that. I don't. I don't know. I know he's gotten out a few times this year, but I don't know where the yeah. game is. But the that the this story that I'm about to tell this was I'm pretty sure this was my first, if not my second time, at the tournament. So, and I believe he was in your foursome, or if not, we were right behind you. Okay. And we're at the famous hole where um, the, uh, the the fences where the suit hit and pinged. No, it's several, a bridge. Oh, the bridge, I'm sorry. That it's, a, he, it's a bridge over the creek. Yeah, that he nailed several years back. Yeah. Uh, so we're at either that hole or near that hole, and all of a sudden he felt a twinge in his back, and... That was about the next thing I know. I'm taking him to our friends at the Shaboka Dam Healthcare oh, Center. Yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah. <laughs> I was the one that drove him to said appointment. Uh, and uh, yeah, so that that is definitely a tournament I'll never forget. Uh, now since uh, since then he's now, he's been back to normal. But uh, well, I remember that, and then he'd been having a couple of issues, um, and I remember going down to get his golf ball a few times because and this is years ago but he was he was having trouble breathing and so I was like you know and I, I was worried I mean I, I was like you know he's like I said look just stay up in the cart I'll go get it you know and I, I kind of did that the whole day because you know now fortunately things have worked out he's way better now so that's good but yeah it's it's happened to him a couple times and it wasn't the heat that got to him it was just something that he had been going through at the time and he tried to play through it and i was like hey 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 don't worry i'll take you know i'll i'll go and i'll you know anything we need to get i'll get you know and with his shots he had you know like that go get all of them uh <laughs> The Chudder thing's the one that cracks me up, only because he keeps stats on it in the round. Yes, yeah, so that not, I can't it's, confirm. It's it's not that he uses it. Paul, for example, Paul Keels, who's the play-by-play broadcaster for Ohio State, has one, right, and used it. Um, Paul and I played together out in uh, Bloomington back in May, and. <laughs> And I was laughing. I said, I got a buddy of mine. He calls it a chudder. He goes, a what? You know, and Paul has that voice, a what? <laughs> and I said, it's a chudder. He goes, I, he says, I just kind of call it a chipper putter. He says, yeah, well, he calls it a chudder. I said, now the difference is, is I see you use it. Like, and he uses it the same way, Paul. It's not like no, no difference, especially the ball's like just a little bit in the high grass just to kind of pop it out of there while still semi-putting it. I said, the difference is he keeps stats on it. He looks at me and goes, what? <laughs> and the whole group looks at me like, what? Brian Bush from Michigan was in our group. Eric Soar from Indiana was in the group. They're like, he keeps stats. I go, yeah. He two for four and shutter saves. I'm like, <laughs> I'm like what are we doing here? 
S-U-I-T. That spells Suta. Number one, we're all playing as a team. So let's start with this premise. I am rooting for you to put it in the hole. <laughs> I am rooting for you to put it to within a foot of the hole. I remember we're playing the par 3 11th hole. Okay. So after you play the par 5 with the woods on each side, then you play the par 3. And I had hit one, two within, uh, I don't know, oh, golly. I'm going to say three, four feet of the green off the tee. So we're going to use my drive. I'm like, okay. So finally everybody gets up. And, you know, everybody, uh, I, People are chipping, putting, whatever it decides to do. And he walks up and he says, hey, it's chutter time. He makes the big announcement. I'm like, oh, you know, the, the three of us are sitting there like, Okay, that's great. Look, I'm thinking to myself, just put the thing in the hole or just get close. We'll tap out. We'll tap in. We'll get out of here. You know, because, I mean, if you're not going to hit the green on your drive, and it's a small green to begin with, but it's also a tiered green. Well, I shouldn't say it's a tiered green. It's got a lot of undulation to it. There's a lot of undulation on the 11th green there. And I'm thinking, look, if you can just get within like a foot or two, we're fine. We can tap tap in, and then we'll go and let's see if we can birdie the next couple holes. You know. And he takes the thing and he, he gets it up there to within about, I don't know, it goes past the hole and to the left by about 8 to 10 feet. Like, he goes, oh. He had already announced he was 2 for 4 on shutter saves. He says, oh, I'm 3 for 5 now. Hey, we're all looking at him like 3 for 5. And I went last. And I chipped it within six inches. We tapped it. I go, I go, I said, look, that's, it's like, it's like, that's how you, I said, you're eight feet away. That's one of the most affectionate spooches of all time. I I said, I said, it was the fourth best shot in the four person group. Everybody else was like three to four feet, whatever. Turned out I got lucky. I got it within six inches. We could just tap and get the heck out. <laughs> it's like, he's eight feet away. That's a save. I said, save. <laughs> I said, that's what I said to Paul. I said, he keeps stats on the sucker. He says, the Steve, I, you have to be kidding me. I said, no, I'm not kidding you. Now, he's sitting there listening in the back office of the story. He is complimented that the Ohio State play-by-play guy would talk about <laughs> Oh, my almighty! Hey, Paul Keels and Steve talked about me in, in Indiana. It was a topic of conversation. <laughs> All right, so, so let's get to the realignment part. We haven't even touched on that today. Uh, the Yankees going to the American League West. It seems like it's easier. No. Not no, senor! No, senor! No, senor! Not your thought process? Okay. Just checking. Um, so let's let's get to the realignment part. I've talked a lot about realignment on the show for uh, really since Texas and Oklahoma happened. And I've gone through all the scenarios on it. And so if you're wondering, look, and, and how many times have I said on the show, if I'm wrong about something, I'll say I'm wrong. Okay? Right? Is that true, Matt? If, I'm, if I say, hey, look, I'm wrong about it, I'm wrong. 
And right I'll say, on. You know, I didn't get I didn't get that right. And I'll say it. Right? Okay. When it comes to the realignment, when it comes to the realignment, I wouldn't take back anything I've said. I think it's for the most part, when it comes to realignment, based on all the people I've talked to, I travel around a lot more. I'm at, you know, there are different people that show up at different things like Big Ten tournaments, bowl games, things like that, where you get a chance to really talk to them and get a read on things. My entire thought process was Pac-12 gets a media deal, and then there's no shakeup. Now, Florida State may change all that because they've been grumbling a lot. Uh for the next five, six years. And I really believe that was going to happen. I thought the next TV contract had the one to really blow things up. Because you, at that point, you, you have people falling from behind. Uh, or falling behind. Well, in some ways, Friday was a microcosm of everything I've been talking about for years. And Thursday night, now Colorado had already gone. I'm like, okay. But Colorado is, look, no offense. That's not the Pied Piper, and it's Colorado. They're in the mountain time zone. They're really away from everybody else. They'd been in the Big Six, Big Eight, Big 12. So going back was not an earth-shattering thing, and it was it did not change the direction of the Pac-12 at all, except they lost the team. Um, okay. Um But then the key was the entire time was always about the TV package. And I said over and over again with the Pac-12, what's the TV package and what's the linear component to the TV package? I kept saying that over and over again. Well, in the end, they finally get presented with the TV package. And they're all looking at each other like, "Um, where's the extra money, which... You knew they'd come up short if it was just streaming. Because Apple, I mean, what's Apple's reputation when it comes to sports? They refuse to overpay. They're dealing with the NFL. Should tell everybody that. It should tell everybody the way they dealt with the NFL. Hey, they got to a certain point, went, now we're not going to pay for that. Try to be smart about what they're doing. Well, in the end, they were presented with a streaming package. Well, what wasn't in the contract? Anything with linear. Uh-oh. Big problem. And by the way, I have a huge thunderstorm here right now. We also have a tornado warning here in State College, just so you know. Uh, so if you're driving, uh, you're tr- coming here, uh, s- just kind of delay it a little bit coming in here. Number two, if we get knocked off here uh, because of power outages or weather, I just want to make sure you know that because we're having a really big storm here right now, and we have a tornado warning. Um, I'd head to the basement, but I'm already in it. <laughs> okay. Um, so they get presented with this. And that's when that's when the frenzy started because they looked at it and went, it's twenty three million per school, 
And where's the linear component? And it goes back to what I've been saying. If you happen to be Kalen DeBoer, or you happen to be Mike Hopkins, or you happen to be Dana Altman, or Dan Lanning, what are you asking? Okay, I need people to see me play. And the $23 million was based on 1.7 million subscribers. If they could get to 5 million subscribers, this is where the bonus money kicks in. But there was no linear component. So here is Arizona on Thursday night having their discussion. And they call a meeting for the next morning at 7 o'clock Pacific time, 10 Eastern. And overnight, all the reporting changed. All the reporting changed overnight, on Thursday night. I think everyone expected to wake up on Friday morning and like, hey, Arizona's gone, and here we go. Here comes the mass exodus. Well, you woke up on Friday morning, and guess what? The, what was the story? It was quite the opposite. You know, the Pac-10 may survive. they got a meeting coming up this morning. This may be it. They may be able to stay together. And the momentum was staying together. Because I will let me throw out one quick caveat on this. What was the key? What was the one carrot dangling there that was attractive to Oregon and Washington? That the pack, whatever number it happens to be, we'll say the pack nine, okay? And they they most and by the way, San Diego State was waiting by the phone on Friday. Uh, I know they'd have to pay a thirty-two million dollar exit fee, but they were ready to go. All right. The the carrot that was dangled was your path to the college football playoff if you were Oregon and Washington for the automatic bid was easier. Because for Oregon and Washington, the only hurdle they had really that was serious to either one of them was Utah. And one of those three in all likelihood for the next few years would have been the leading contender for the automatic bid to the college football playoff. And that was the carrot that was making them think. But when they got presented with, they thought they were going to be presented with a revision to the TV deal on Friday morning that would include some sort of linear and the story, there are stories being written by many people. They tried to go to NBC, and they went there three times, and NBC told them no three times. And they got there. It's the same deal. It's the same deal. Well, at this point, I'm an athletic director, and I'm a university president. My responsibility is not to my conference. It is not. Not in any way, shape, or form. It is not a responsibility to my conference. My number one responsibility is to take care of my university, my athletic department, and my student-athletes. What gives them the best chance? And for Oregon and Washington, they made that decision. Long-term, into the 30s, 40s, and 50s, the Big Ten gives them the best chance. It doesn't do anything to help the tradition or anything like that. But if you're Oregon and Washington, the athletic directors, university president, okay, your path to the college football playoff became exponentially more difficult. Because now you're going from a conference where your one competition was Utah to now having your competition be Penn State, USC, Ohio State, Michigan, maybe even Wisconsin. Maybe even Iowa. Who knows? 
All right. That's how much it changed for them in terms of the competition part to get to the college football playoff. But they looked at it long term and said, look, we'll take less now because at the end of the decade, we're going to be getting exponentially more. And you can't blame them. I can't blame them for thinking that way. There's nobody who was bidding on the Pac-12 except Apple. And at $23 million per, that put them $8.7 million behind the Big 12. Well, now at $30 million, and remember, there's more to it than just this. There's there's NCAA tournament money. There's uh, Big Ten um, tournament sponsorship money. There's uh, bowl money, college football playoff money, whatever. Okay? That's all added in. But the base number on media, uh, according to Matt Fortuna, and Matt's, Matt's an old friend, $30 million for 24, $31 million, 25, 32. 26, 27 goes to 33, 28 goes to 34, and then the last year of the deal, it goes to 35 million. All right? That's that's what Matt's reporting, what the numbers happen to be. But they're going to make more money there than they would in the Big 12. They're going to make more money there than the ACC. Plus, with the number of teams in the Big 10, I mean, let's face it, they're bowl cut. Uh, now, revenue sharing is going to be interesting. I think Washington, because they have a bigger stadium, probably is going to pay more in. Because Washington Stadium is over 70000 Watson Stadium is 54. And as for the Big Ten, Washington, the state of Washington has 2.9 million households. A little bit more than 2.9 million households. The state of Oregon has more than 1.6 million households. When you combine it, it's 3.6 million. Because, again, it's there's numbers beyond the 1.6 one and beyond the 2.9, so it actually rounds up to the next highest number. So it's 3.6 million households. Uh, people are cutting the cord, but there's still a significant number of cable subscribers there. Big Ten means the Big Ten Network, which is ten cents on the cable bill, is now going to be a dollar. It's going to increase ninety cents for each one. And by the way, the dominant um, cable outlet, uh, the dominant cable provider in the in Oregon and Washington, for both states, happens to be Comcast, and it's also the dominant one in California too. See, you, you didn't think I'd do any research on this show, do you? <laughs> I mean, I, I know what you, you know. I know I know what you think. You don't think like you just, uh, you just think we're like throwing darts here. So the Big Ten's going to reap at least a little, uh, even though the Big Ten owns 39% of BTN and Fox owns 61%, they're still going to get more money out of the states of Washington and Oregon on cable fees, but they're going to have to now come up with something that where they have to come up with approximately, I think I said 480 on Friday. 
Well, now they know a better handle on the numbers. They're going to have to come up with $400 million to uh, break even offset these two because you can't look at your existing members and say, hey, your cut's 117th now. It's not 116th. Right? You don't want that. So you have to come up with one more outlet. This is the Steve Jones Show on News Radio 1070 WKOK, sponsored by Prudy Insurance. Now, from the Sunbury Motors Studio, here's Steve Jones. Are we out of points for the day? <laughs> uh, I, I mean, as of right now, yeah, but there's, there's still some time left in today's show, so you never know. Oh, boy. thought I'd ask. I'm also glad just to still have you on the air right now, considering you're getting hammered out there in State College. Uh, it's, sl- it's slowed down. It actually has brightened up. Okay. It's still sunny here at Top Blue Hill as we await these said severe storms. Yeah, no, I mean, it was, uh, I mean, look, it's, I mean, it, it came through here and you could hear it. Here in the old uh, studio outside, but uh, the concern was there was a tornado warning, which means there was a report somewhere here in Center County that it touched down. Turned out it wasn't here. Today's show brought to you by Purdy Insurance. Market Street in Sunbury. Go to purdyinsurance.com. Auto home life business, RV boat motorcycle. They'll make sure you're fully insured, and they will also make sure that they save you money wherever they can. It's all at Purdy Insurance. Market Street in Sunbury. Go to purdyinsurance.com. And uh, Purdy Memorial Golf Tournament coming up on Wednesday, two days away. Susquehanna Valley Country Club. And it benefits the outstanding Greater Susquehanna Valley YMCA, and we'll be out there for that. And we're in the Sunbury Motors studio, Sunbury Motors, 4th Street in Sunbury, Sunbury Motors Kia, routes 11 and 15, Hummel's Wharf, and online at sunburymotors.com. So in the end, uh, somebody asked me, oh, you know, what about the travel out there? You know, what do you think about that? And I said, man, I just get on the plane. And when the plane lands and it turns out all the players exit, I follow them. <laughs> I figure that's where we're playing. Said I don't make a bigger deal out of it than that. I know you're shocked to hear that. Oh my almighty! I'm just not. I'm just not big into making big deals out of things. Like okay, well, okay, well, that's the way it is. Let's go to work. I've done this a long time. I mean, I've done a lot of games on the West Coast of my career. I've done games all over the place. I've done games in Mexico. I've done games in Ireland. Yeah. Okay. Well, all right. To be honest with you, the last two expansions by the Big Ten have been exponentially more 
intriguing and exciting to me than the previous two expansions. Nebraska was fine. Maryland records were fine because, I mean, they were closer. You can drive. All right, that's fine. But, you know, USC, UCLA, Oregon, Washington, I'm sorry, from my point of view, from the broadcaster's point of view, incredible places to go. Can't wait. Now, is it going to make it, is, does it make Mike Rhodes' job harder? Sure. This, you know, Oregon, you know, Dana Altman's had some good basketball teams. Mike Hopkins a bit up and down. Does it make James Franklin's job more difficult? Yeah, Dan Lanning has done a really good job in a short period of time at Oregon. And Kalen DeBoer has a team that a lot of people are very high on this year. And in the 12-team college football playoff, Washington would have made it last year. Okay? Now, do for Mike Hopkins and Kalen DeBoer and Dana Altman and Dan Lanning, did their jobs become exponentially more difficult starting next year? Yep. And it goes back to what I talked about, the free ride, the the really the the competition to get the automatic bid for the Pac-12 to the college football playoff. It was just going to be really Oregon, Utah, and Washington competing for that. Okay, well that's you know that's the way it is. Uh, but um, the. Um, But they looked at the economics of it, and it's not going to work. You can't compete. Uh, and again, it was disinterest by the networks. I really had personally, in my opinion, pinned a lot on TV networks, especially ESPN, needing a time slot to carry games. I mean, when they do the NBA, you know, they do doubleheaders on Friday, you know, and, and the late game is at 10 o'clock. And in college football, college basketball, you know, how many 11 o'clock college basketball games are there on ESPN? There's a lot. 10.30 Friday night, 10.30 Saturday. I thought for sure... They at least would, they may not have overbid for it, but I expected them to bid. I really did. And the fact that there was no ESPN bid sitting there for them them to consider on Friday, that's the part that takes me aback where they just looked at it and go, the heck with it. But if you're the Big Ten now, and I'll go back to what I talked about earlier, I think I said $500 on Friday, you know, rounding up from 480. Well, now they could maybe do this for $400 million, but they still, I think, need to do an offset package with somebody. With somebody. And it's going to have to be for a total, over the life of the contract, of 400 to $450 million. For the, now, not per year, for the lifetime of the contract. You're not going to get the number one pick. In fact, you may not get the number... You may not get one of the top three picks, but you may get pick number four. And with Oregon, Washington to go with USC and UCLA, you do have more options out there. But what you're going to be wary of, and I say this with all due respect, oh, great, I'm going to get Indiana, Washington. Great, I'm going to get Rutgers, Oregon. You know, that's the concern. And I say that with due respect, you know, I'm just 
there's certain TV realities. Rutgers, despite having Michigan, Ohio State, and Penn State in its schedule last year, you want to know how much they averaged? 650,000 viewers per game. That's it. 650. And that includes having three of the top nine most watched TV partners. And then when you figure in the bowl games, okay, that's just regular season. You figure in the bowl games, three of the top six. Because Penn State vaults up to sixth in average TV number. Right? And you've got those three on your schedule, and you're still at 650,000? Really? And that's that's what concerns the networks. That you know, in a TV package, you would have to be assured at some point that maybe I'll get, maybe not USC Washington. Well, you could, but maybe not USC Washington. Maybe even not UCLA Oregon. But could I get Iowa or Wisconsin or Nebraska to play in that ten thirty time slot? Then it becomes a selling point. And that's the job of Tony Petiti. How do I now make up for it so I'm not giving a one-seventeenth share to everybody? Because technically in the neighborhood, you know, it could be half, 40, whatever the percentage happens to be. Washington, Oregon equal one, so it's not one-eighteenth, it's one-seventeenth. But if I can break even or even do a little bit better than that, where everybody makes a little more money out of it, plus you do have... Whatever households have cable. Like, that's the one thing I couldn't find, Matt. I could find how many households there were in Oregon and Washington. Like 1.65, 2.95. So it comes out to 3. Point, or My apologies. It comes out to, what, what 4.5 million? Okay. Between the two. But I could not find what, what the number of households with cable happened to be. Are there any households out there with that with cable? <laughs> oh well, yeah. I mean, I mean, I mean, like I said, Comcast is the Comcast is the primary cable provider in Oregon and Washington, as well as California. By the way, they are the primary number one by a wide margin cable provider in the Pacific Northwest. Um. So the question would be, you're going to, instead of going from $0.10 as a non-footprint, they'll go to a dollar per subscriber. Now, again, the Big Ten owns 39% of it, not half. Fox has 61% of it. But that is, you know, so you'll get some money back from that. Now the question is, can you come up with a package that either fits Friday night at 10.30 or fits Saturday night, preferably Saturday night at 10.30, which is 7.30 local time? Can you do that? My understanding is basketball is going to stay at 20, 20 games. So it would be three home and aways and 14 one plays. And look, you can work the one plays. You just it it it'd be on a rotational basis. The year that USC and UCLA both come to your place will be the year that you go to Oregon and Washington. 
And then the next year, when Oregon and Washington come to your place, that's the year you go to Los Angeles to play USC and UCLA. So you can make that work. Three home and aways, 14 one plays, that'll get you to 20. You probably would need an extra day for the Big Ten tournament. Not ideal, but yeah. You may have to start with a game, a playing game on a Tuesday. But that'll, that, you know, that that's adding an additional day. And I believe the tournament, the first year everybody's in, is in Minneapolis. I thought the Target Center thing was a two year deal. So it's the Target Center this year, and I think it's the Target Center the year after. Then after that, we'll see what they want to do with it. I mean, now, if you want, you can take the Big Ten tournament to Los Angeles. You could take it to Las Vegas. You could take it to Seattle. And it's not as if the Moda Center in Portland, a lot of people tell you that's a great place to hold tournaments. You could do it there if you wanted. To go with the possibility of Chicago, Indianapolis, and so forth. Or you can go back to Madison Square Garden. Now, to do that, you've got to move it up a week, and that's, that's problematic. Because the Big East does have a long-term contract with Madison Square Garden. Now the Florida State issue. <laughs> oh. Here's the difference between all the teams that la- left uh, left the Pacific 12. Whether it's Arizona, Arizona State... Utah, Colorado going to the Big 12, or USC, UCLA, Colorado, Oregon, or excuse me, USC, UCLA, Oregon, Washington going to the Big 10. It's clean. Contract naturally runs out August 1st. Grant of rights naturally runs out August 1st. There is no grant of rights problem. There is no exit fee. They just seamlessly go one to the other. The ACC is messy. And the ACC will fight. And for anybody that says, man, they should just go out and just renegotiate their contract with ESPN. ESPN's not renegotiating with anybody. There's something there's like, I need money for the NBA and the college football playoff. Why do I want to give you more? But it's going to be messy. Florida State wants out. They want more. It's like Sally and Charlie Brown, the little sister, Christmas. I, I just want what's coming to me. I just want my fair share. <laughs> That's what Florida State's saying. Also, too, the Big Ten has to look at adding a couple of bowl games. There are five bowls tied in with the Pac-12 right now, the Alamo, the Vegas, Holiday, Sun, and Los, Los Angeles Bowls. Well, the Big Ten's already in the Las Vegas Bowl, so that's out. If you're going to add a couple, the L.A. Bowl, since the Rose Bowl now is part of the college football playoff, that's a possibility. And I'll tell you, I really enjoyed the Alamo Bowl. Not a little bit, a lot. And I've been, I've, I've worked the Holiday Bowl. As for the Sun Bowl, I did a basketball tournament there in El Paso. The arena's right next to the stadium. Yes, I hiked to the top of the hill there outside the stadium just to say I did it.
Now, as for the Pac-12, or four, there's Oregon State, Washington State, Stanford, Cal. The ones I feel bad for are Washington State and and Oregon State because Stanford and Cal have really de-emphasized a lot of things. So I'm not going to sit there and lament their situation. I mean, to a point, you can. For what it's worth, Cal's Board of Regents has put a special meeting together for tomorrow morning at 10 a.m. discussing their future in the Pac-4. They, There is a story now out there that they want to expand and find teams to join them. So who do you find? Here's the here's the issue, Matt. The And it goes back to the story on San Diego State, I told. San Diego State was ready to take a phone call on Friday from all the reporting. From all the reporting, they were ready to take the phone call on Friday morning and go. Okay. So can George Klyovkov now pull off what Bob Bowlesby did with the Big 12 when Bob was the uh, commissioner of that? Can you cobble together some schools and keep your conference alive? The exit fee now for the Mountain West is $32 million. So do you keep Cal, Stanford, Oregon State, Washington State, and then do you add in San Diego State, Fresno State, Colorado State, Boise, and keep your conference alive with the idea that you still have an automatic bid to the playoff. In Colorado State, Boise, Fresno State, San Diego State, that gets you to eight. Can you find an SMU? That gets you to nine because SMU said they would go. SMU. And is there somebody else out there that you can get to go? Like UNLV? I don't know. But that would get you to 10 if you can convince all those schools to, to go. And those schools would accept the Apple TV deal. The question would be, would the Apple TV deal still be on the table? So we'll see. There's also a report out there from On3 that the AAC is interested in talking with the Pac-4 about a merger. Well, of course they are because they've been decimated. The, the exactly. American, the American. I mean, did you? I, I've already gone through the six schools they brought in to replace UConn, UCF, Cincinnati, Houston. Right? They brought in six schools. You're like going. One of them was Rice. I'm like going Rice. Really? I mean, it goes back to what I've been saying about the Big Twelve over and over again. A plus for survival. A for the TV package. In fact, A plus for the TV package. C minus for membership. Again, and you know, obviously teams will play well, they'll build a record, so there may be an important game here and there. But like Iowa State's gonna play Texas Tech. I mean, you're sitting there like going, hey, that's appointment TV. Penn State plays Oregon, appointment TV. We'll come back here on News Radio 1070 WKOK. Okay.